the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Tuesday. Yes, the Fed meeting has started. I know everybody's waiting. What will they say tomorrow? Uh, I've got some predictions. We'll get to all of that and so much more. Uh, 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. And, of course, if you didn't know, by now, wealth insurance, it's what we do. Gold and silver, you're going to need it they want a digital currency matter of fact today uh we'll, we're, we're gonna play it and you can uh if you miss it all go to allamericangold.com today uh there's a an interview with bubba horowitz for those of you that don't know bubba horowitz he's he's a commodity trader a big big uh, trader on Wall Street. Uh, he's on, you know, he's, he makes the rounds. You know, he's on Fox and CNBC and Kitco and, and, uh, he's a guy that's changed his tune on gold, uh, quite a bit. Uh, everyone wants him to admit about gold price manipulation. Jason, he'll never do that because he's one of them. Uh, but, but him like everybody else, they all know. Gold and silver are going much higher, uh, but but today when we'll play Bubba Horowitz, he he's like the banker's got really big plans. Yeah, I have not seen this video yet, so uh, what we play today will be new to me too, and I'll, uh, I'll 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 listen along. But I have a feeling it's gonna it's gonna sing a tune that I agree with Joe, which is you know it only takes so long before things look really really bad before everybody runs for cover and runs to wherever they think safety is and for a lot of people that know this stuff they know that real things is what you put your money into and the best way monetarily to do it is gold yeah a- absolutely and 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 uh we know we got a fed meeting you know it started already tomorrow listen we're getting three quarters of a basis point uh, and everyone's going to be worried about whether or not, uh, are they going to set the table to go to 50 basis points in the next meeting? It's kind of laughable. It's really, uh, it's an insult and, and, and a joke, really. The Fed allegedly only has two priorities. Of course, we know that that's not true. Uh, they really don't care about either one of their priorities. They just care about their, their precious little system. But the two priorities are, are really simple. Full employment, which, you know, how does the, the, you know, the bankers think they control employment? And then, of course, stable pricing. Well, we've got full employment and inflation's running rampant, so there really shouldn't be, uh, any letdown. But, but I want to give you, uh, this. If the Fed is dovish, and right now I would venture to say most people want them to be, okay, most people want them to be, if they are dovish tomorrow, we could have one of the biggest days 
on Wall Street. Uh, we'll have gold prices over 1700 Silver price, silver touched 20 bucks this morning. Silver will be over $20 an ounce. I mean, we, we could see, you know, a 2000 point rally. Conversely, if they are not, if they are just matter of fact, listen, we're staying at 75, uh, until we see it proof. Uh, then Jason, we could see the exact opposite. We could see one of the worst days on Wall Street because you know we've had this big rally uh, in October, and and Bubba Horowitz is going to let everybody know. Listen, guys, you're just being played here for a sucker because it really doesn't matter. They've got much bigger goals, Jason. Yeah, I think that's that's right, Joe. I uh, I feel like by the time we make it to uh, uh, the the election next week. We'll pretty much be where we're at now. I think the NASDAQ and the S&P might try to rally a little more. I think the Dow is kind of where it's going to be. So if it's big tomorrow, up, Jack, or uh, Joe, I think in the next couple of days it might come back a little bit. I, I think this is the levels they've been wanting it at ever since Biden took office. And uh, then we're going to have these midterms, and then there's going to be a lot of finger pointing and uh, uh, people blaming each other for stuff that doesn't really matter when it comes to these markets, show. They just they need to look at the financial powers to know that that's where all the problems start, Joe. Yeah, exactly. And, and the realities are that, that they've got ambitions, uh, that, that far surpass even, uh, what I would have been talking about. You know, uh, I, I liken it back to 20 years ago, we are talking about an Amero. And when the financial crisis hit, you know, I just, you know, listen, I, I like to do math. I like numbers, right? I, I was doing them and I'm like, that that's not big enough. An Amero's not big enough. Canada, Mexico, not big enough. We need something much bigger than that. And then we talked about digital currencies and, and kind of was like, well, you know, the Chinese are going to have theirs. The Europeans are theirs. We'll have ours. Uh, Horowitz, Jason, is saying, hey, uh-uh, guys, they're looking for one currency. Yeah, Joe, you know, it's interesting. If you watch world currencies as a whole, and you can get these charts where it shows a flow, like, you know, it piles up the different types, like you're the dollar and the yen. Anytime that there's less dollars, there's more yen. Or if there's less yen, there's more dollars of all the currencies. It's, it's been, it, you know, it's kind of been one fiat currency thing going on, Joe, in the world, because all these central banks work together. So I think what we're about to watch, to me, is not going to be very surprising to me. They're just going to uh, call it by one name, possibly, right? Well, yeah, that, that, you know what? All of a sudden, uh, the collapse of the yen makes sense. The collapse of the pound makes sense. Uh, we're going to see the euro. You know, the euro is already below a dollar, right? All of this uh, playing in to what Horowitz is going to be talking about. We're coming right back. Uh, when we get back, uh, we're going to start listening uh, to what Bubba Horowitz says. And he talks rate hikes. He talks election. And he, of course, talks the main goal. Don't touch that dial. We're back here. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Yeah, I don't know. I've been battling this. I don't know if it's allergies or, or the change in the weather. Uh, but but uh, I've been battling uh, this this congestion all, all, like, really for almost over a week. And apparently, I think it starts Thursday. It's actually going to get really cold. They're talking about snow uh, in the high country up here, Jason. Uh, are you guys uh, preparing for snow up there? 
I haven't seen the weather too closely about snow, but it's uh, the last week or so it's been cold. When I'm coming to work now in the mornings before we do the show, it's it's in the 30s, you know, just barely above freezing. So it's it's gotten significantly colder in the mornings and the in the evenings. Yeah, we're talking about 50s when I come to work, and that's, uh, you know, here in Arizona, let's face it, if it gets below uh, 80 degrees, we get the winter clothes out, we get the, the jeans and the long sleeve shirts and all of that, well, get ready, buckle up, uh, or bundle up, because uh, apparently a big cold blast is coming, but now that we've covered the weather, tomorrow, everybody, you know, and think about uh, what, what we just talked about in the last segment, we could have... A record day on when I mean by record, oh, biggest most points up or most points down, depending on a couple of sentences from the Federal Reserve. And, and it's just a dog and pony show, really. Uh, their, their ambitions and their goals are much, much bigger. And sometimes it's just better to hear it from somebody else, especially a guy who for decades has been part of the team, if you will, uh, and, and has, has been changing his tune a lot, especially over the last few years. But, Jason, let's start playing uh, Bubba Horowitz. Okay. Assets are seeing the strongest rebound since the summer in October. October was a great month for stocks and Bitcoin, and we'll be talking about whether or not this momentum can last. Joining us today is Todd Bubba Horowitz, Chief Market Strategist at BubbaTrading.com, a fan favorite of Kiko. Welcome back to the show, Todd. David, great to be with you. Always a pleasure. And uh, we'll go get into it. And I'll, I'll give you my thoughts, right or wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, right or wrong, we're here to get your thoughts. And your thoughts are always appreciated. So let's start with the mar- by talking about the markets. As I mentioned, stock markets had a nice rebound in October. The S&P 500 is up 7%. The Nasdaq's up 3%. Bitcoin, uh, the other risk asset, is up 4.5%. And uh, gold actually is down 1.5%, so slightly flat. So we're seeing a little bit of risk on appetite where we have been over the last 30 days. What happened? Can this continue? Well, I, I think it's interesting. It's an interesting question, and I don't think we can answer it correctly yet. I, I mean, I will tell you that at the moment, based on my algorithm, I'm long the market here right now. I'm not really thrilled. From a personal standpoint, I don't think it can exist. I, I think there's too many economic problems. That we try to hide from. I think there's, you know, the the inflation is a killer. There, there's so many things out there that are negative to, to markets. It is surprising that they have rallied and been able to rally so far. But we do know that bear markets, which we are still in a bear market, create the best rallies. And this could have been or could be just a bear market rally. Uh, but one of the big problems we're, we're seeing here, David, is a real lack of liquidity in markets. And I think a lot of that has to do with the news items coming up this week, which is FOMC jobs, and, of course, a week from Tuesday, the election. Uh, let me just – we're going to touch on all these things in just a bit, but what, what do you mean by there's no liquidity uh, in, in the markets? What's going on? Volume is extremely light. The There is not a lot of retail par- participants right now. Right now you've got a lot of okay. funds just pushing money back and forth. Uh, you see these – when you we call it like an accordion trade. I mean, you rip up and a rip down. You know, it happens so quickly – and a lot of the action happens overnight when the markets are already thin to begin with. So if you look at the volume, the volume numbers are way off from where they should be. The actual participation is way off from where it should be. And we're, we're not seeing a real true market at work right now because of the lack of activity. 
Is this because of uh, some sort of bearish sentiment that's still persisting in the markets? Or perhaps we're seeing the beginning of, let's say, what we saw a couple of years ago with the repo market uh, uh, basically collapsing. We're seeing the beginnings of that? Well, you know, like I said, we're, we're, seasonality says that we could be in a position to, be, to go higher as you come into the fourth quarter. Uh, again, I don't like the markets, although I'm long. So I have to disclose that I am long right now, but I hate it. And I think there's a bit, I think there's a tremendous amount of room to the downside. And I think that they're going to see these markets collapse down. I think I'm looking for 50 to 70% in total when it's all said and done. And obviously yeah. we're nowhere near that. We're about halfway there at the moment, but I think there's a lot. Yeah, more stop it right downside. there real quick, Jason. So, so here's Bubba Horowitz saying, Hey, listen, we don't have real markets right now. There's no volume. There's no participation. We've had big moves, right? But, but Jason, that, that's a uh, very little money making all of these moves. And, and the, the reality is, uh, the markets underneath this really don't look good at all. Yeah, when I say that, I think it's all rigged uh, when it comes to the markets in particular. It just takes some big players to move it. And if, if it's a couple of big giants moving it up or taking the money out and moving it down, is it really a real market? It's it's not. And, and uh, unfortunately, Joe, we have these megalith, huge corporations that seem to move the markets all by themselves. So you can't really trust when you have this sort of rally that's going on in October. Yeah, and again, you could have, hey, call a couple of your friends to, to make moves and just tell a few others, hey, sit on the sidelines for the next five or ten days. Uh, and then, then you could short it, right? Get us through the election. You could short it later. Uh, but, but very, I don't think surprising comments because he talked about lack of liquidity. This yeah. is what's going to bring everything down. This is what the biggest problem is. And especially when you talk about the bond market, there's, there's no bigger market in the world than the bond market. And we've got liquidity problems there as well. But he's got a lot more to say. Let's pick it back up. And I think a lot of what we're seeing held up here may be being held up, in my opinion, maybe by China, Saudi Arabia, and Russia right now, as they are big benefactors of what's going on in the current administration right now. Now, Todd, I know you've got algorithms that help you with the trades, but one has to wonder and ask you, if you're bearish in the markets, if you think a 50% to 70% decline is in order before all is said and done, why are you still long? Well, I, I'm not still long. I've gotten recently long into this okay. rally. Um, I think what you have to understand, David, is you cannot fight the markets. You cannot fight the tape. And the irrationality sometimes behind markets doesn't mean that I could be long and I could make money uh, or we could reverse out and end up shorting. And I will be uh, – when the market makes its bigger move, I'll be on the right side. I could potentially get chopped up in here being long because I don't think we're going higher. But it certainly it wouldn't surprise me if we popped a little bit higher first before going lower. So there, there's a lot of factors that go involved. But one thing you, you have to learn as a trader is you never have, you can never fight the tape or fight the action of the market because the markets can, can last or as, as John Maynard Keynes, who I'm not a big fan of, but he did say the markets can remain irrational a lot more longer than you and I can remain solvent. Now, okay. Um, some would argue that the uh, rebound that we saw last month or this past month has been more technical in nature than fundamental. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would think so. I would think it was more of a dead cat bounce or a, a, a short covering rally. You know, you get so many shorts get on board into a market and suddenly they stop going down. Well, the buyers start to come in and they, they force the shorts to cover 
which creates the panic buy, which is more or less, I think, what we saw in our business. We call it a rip your face off rally. <laughs> okay. Um, inflation expectations continue to fall, Todd. Is this going to ultimately bring down interest rates, which would, in effect, bring back the equities or risk on appetite for the equities? Well, I don't see the inflation falling. I see the inflation increasing, and for if it, that it would be if they would report the numbers correctly. They don't even report the numbers correctly. You know, again, we the average family, other than a major emergency expense, spends most of their money on food and energy, which they give very little weight to. And for example, the CPI. Now, oil is not coming down. It may be lower now, but it's going back up, and we are still three times higher than we were two years ago. We're still paying four and a half to five dollars a gallon. Food is ridiculously high, and that's if you can get it, because of course the supply chain issue is there. And then, then you want to talk about that there's a potentially, and I don't have facts on this, but I have innuendo or rumor, which is that there's only about a 22 day left supply of diesel fuel, which is how the trains run, the trucks run, and if you can't deliver the goods, how are we going to eat? So to me, Inflation is going to the roof, and the, the Fed is dead set on getting this 10-year notes probably somewhere near 5 to 6% before it's all done. They'll be raising rates on Wednesday. You can bet on it. Yeah. No, you, this wasn't just a rumor. There were reports all over the Internet. Um, media headlines have been uh, talking about the diesel shortage, supposedly only 25 days left as of a few days ago. Uh, Interesting to see how that's going to be resolved. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's definitely uh, supply-side squeezes that will keep prices up. But what about, uh, I've heard this argument, what about on the uh, money supply side? If you buy the argument that the increase in the money supply over the last two years was largely a big contributor to inflation, well, the money supply is actually on its way down. It's been shrinking. Is that going to tame inflation down the line, you think? Absolutely not. There's nope. there's no way that they can get away from inflation right now. They they have we have been set up to fail. We have been set up to have prices go through the roof. Okay, number one, if the United States does not re, go back to reproducing and redrilling their own oil, then our prices are not going to come down in oil, which is eighty percent of the economy is based around fossil fuels, whether it be to deliver the goods or to make the goods. Because again, all the plastic that we use in this country are made with fossil fuels. So if you do not create your own production and keep oil at $30 a barrel, then inflation is going to run away because do you think Saudi Arabia is going to sit back and hold off? Natural gas is becoming short everywhere but here. We've got plenty, but, of course, we don't want to frack it out and send it to Germany and send it to the U.K. You already see the depression that they're going into, and we're going into winter now, which is even worse because wait till you see your heating bills. They're not coming down, and with the high cost of rates now, you know, farmers, and let's start go from the food chain, farmers are, are the producers, okay, they've got to borrow money. They don't pay the base rate that you or I might pay to borrow money. They pay over because they're considered risk assets. So the input cost to produce this food is going up. And then tied to that, a food shortage, which is here already, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. I can't help but notice your poster behind you. You can have results or excuses, not both. So if you're saying that the government can't deliver the result, which is lower inflation, which is what presumably most people want, what is their excuse then, according to your poster, for allowing this to happen? Well, my excuse is that the, the progressives hate America. My excuse is that they're trying to destroy the American middle class. I mean, when you look at some of the things that we have done here, okay, when you just stop 
drilling oil, for example, okay, and you out of nowhere, you have no plan to get the green energy, which is fine. You want to get the green energy? Great. I don't believe it, but great. You want to get there? Tell me how you're going to get there. Fix the, the power grid. The power grid could not support it. You saw the story in California. Buy a Tesla on Monday, but you can't charge it till Monday night after 9 o'clock. There is not, the power grid is not set up to handle what they want. Give me a plan. In the meantime, don't break the middle class with this high inflation while you're buying oil from Saudi Arabia and draining your SPR and giving that oil to China when you have to defend your own country first and your own people first, which they have totally not done. They're looking for the Great Reset. They're looking to bring this country into to, to the middle class to its knees and come to a two-party, a two-class system because when you look at it, they destroyed small business. All right, you've got no competition for Walmart and Amazon. You've got no competition for Google. No competition for Facebook. So where where does it end, David? That's the problem. You eliminate competition. That eliminates small business. It eliminates the the appetite for capitalism and to grow further. You said they're preparing for the Great Reset. The Great Reset of what exactly, Todd? I think that we're having an a a organized central bank, Federal Reserve thing to break down to come to a one currency, a digital currency, a world currency that will then give them total control of how they want to print and spend and pay the money because there will be no more printing. They'll push a button, but not only that, they'll be able to track every move you make from the time you're born to the time you die. And I think that this becomes a much bigger problem because for Americans, they're destroying and taking away much of our freedom. There you go, Joe. There you have it. We'll be back with more of the Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800 951 Gold's up 816.50. Silver's up almost 60 cents here. Uh, 1970. Uh, the Dow is down 200 points. And, and, uh, the, the, the reason everything isn't higher, uh, we had the Jolts number. That is the company's hiring uh, and, and actually rose this month, which, again, there's some hiring, obviously, for seasonal and stuff, but uh, that jobs number, they didn't like that part, uh, got got the markets. The Dow was actually up uh, several hundred points, uh, fell on that news. But, again, you guys, this is this is a show. This is a show. They don't care. They've already have a plan, and they're executing the plan. Uh, Bubba Horowitz talking about, listen, that's it for the middle class. We've been saying it. This is what they want. They want to get rid of the middle class. We could be paying, should be paying $30 for oil. Oil really controls everything, right? We don't realize it, but from fertilizer cost, energy cost, right? Obviously, the the gasoline cost, the heating your home cost, uh, it's in plastics, oil's in so much, almost everything that we consume, oil and natural gas. Jason, and, and this is just a deliberate act, but he really said, listen, they want to get rid of the middle class. They want a two-class system. They want the uber-rich and everybody else, and forget about multiple digital currencies, Jason, they just want one. Yeah, they've been uh, putting a system in place where they, they're trying to uh, make the productivity of the middle class be not non-needed because, you know, the middle class is, is what produces everything. And if you can uh, just, you know, technologically replace the middle class and you can do other things economically to 
to, uh, and, and to spread it out to where you know the middle class is not necessary, or you just you make a lower class where it's like a middle class with a lower standard of living, then they can they can do what they're doing here, Joe, which is you know, sending all the assets to the top. So you know, I used to use the analogy of the peanut butter jar, where you have these boom and bust cycles. Okay, uh, at the end of a bust cycle, there ain't no peanut butter in there. But here's what happens: you know, we get ready for a little better time. You know, okay, uh, you know, let's say after the 08 housing crash was over with. You know, the money goes back in the system. The, the peanut butter goes in the jar from the, you know, the, the elites that own everything. And what happens when things get a little tight and get a little tough, like where we're at now, all that big money has gone. But there's that stuff that sticks to the side. That's what the middle class has been producing. That's, that's the gains over the last 10 years. Well, they just come in there with a, uh, a big old spatula, Joe, and they just clean it out. That's what happens in these, in these bus cycles. We're going through a, a tremendous one. And, and Joe, pretty soon that you know that's you're right. They, they don't want the middle class. They don't want to have to depend on us actually producing and getting things. Just, let's face it. If, if you're low, if you're low end, if you're, you're depending on the government economically to pay for your your food, your shelter, and everything else. You're, you know you're probably not producing a whole lot. If you got a job, that helps a little bit, right, Joe? But if you're not tremendously productive, like farmers, you know, like like uh, uh, small businessmen that have you know that you know you have the, the local uh, contractor for whatever. Whatever kind of business, you know, drywalling or air conditioning, if you're not producing something that helps society build, then it, you're not useful. You're not useful. And at some point, Joe, all the free money given out to people that are less useful, they're, they're going to find themselves in a bad position. This is why you've got to try to produce, even even though they're stealing thirty percent of it in federal income tax from you every year, Joe. Yeah, and, and again, I, I think this is is worth repeating, which is. Inflation's not going anywhere. We've been saying this all along. Uh, the, the the fact of the matter is, and you heard uh, Bubba Horowitz talk about energy. Uh, hey, they ju- this is the plan. It doesn't matter. Uh, he went on to talk about a lot of different things, like the election. Hey, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think the Republicans are going to sweep it, but it doesn't matter. Because uh, the Biden administration, you know, the Democrats still have, have the power. And if you think energy prices are expensive now, he was talking about wait till next winter. Yep, yep, yep. You know, you know Joe, I, I agreed with almost everything he said. I, he, was, he was so spot on to how I see things. There's one thing that I think he's just not as pessimistic as I think he should be. And I think it's hard for me to... to I've said it a few times on the air, but but he's he, you know he got, he was asked the question by Lynn. He said, "Well, what about the you know they're selling off the assets off the sheet, you know, and and they're not printing money. You know, isn't this going to shouldn't this curb the inflation?" And and he had an he had an answer that they explained why the inflation you know, is is more about real products and real things. Look, real food, real energy. They're going to have inflation because it's cost. But he doesn't really explain why. I mean, really, if if the money supply is going down, yeah, prices could go up, go up if you have a lack of things. You know, you know. A lack of uh, supply for the demand, but Joe, this is where I come in. I, I still think they're printing money and putting it into the system. The only reason it hasn't completely blown up is they're they're injecting cash into this thing, you know. And, and I, that's, they pay the banks. They pay the banks every day. Yes, the they're paying request. banks not to lend every day. That's so FOIA. don't don't be fooled. Now the M two they're saying maybe going down, but again. Uh, you heard it loud and clear, because well, because I've heard that all last week too. You these are all well. M two is going to go down, so inflation's going to yes. go down. No, no, wrong, not happening. Uh, and again, because the the things that you actually need cost so much more than what people are expecting. How about a thing about farmers? Listen, 
Farmers borrow money and then get paid after after the after the harvest. And, and essentially, now with these rates where they're at, the farming got even more expensive. Now, yeah, that's that's going to be a big problem, Joe. And 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 uh, I, I really think that on top of all of this, there's more money that's floating around than they're saying. I just I you know that FOIA request. I, I keep going that Glenn Beck piece. I even had to cut one of these days. We'll just bring it back out. But they printed $29 trillion to fix the last problem, not five. And when they tell the world five and they flat-out lied and there's information saying 29, what have they been printing since 2019? I think Glenn Beck's estimation of a trillion dollars a week since early 2020, Joe, that could be happening. I mean, how broken is it if, that, if let's just say, it's a half a trillion is being injected into the markets just to, to float this thing? And, and you wonder why yeah. inflation's not going away. Inflation's going to get really, really hot next year, Joe. I think everybody needs to really buckle up here, uh, get get ready, understand what the goal is. This is why it, it really, uh, hearing him say what he did about, hey, they want one currency, just one. They want to control everything we do. He flat out says it. I mean, listen to the whole thing of what he really has to say about, about how they, they're going to, just like we said, right, they're going to limit what it is you can buy. They're going to control what you buy. You can own, you can have freedom as long as you buy what they tell you to. Right? Uh, and, and again, talking about, uh, green energy and, and, and he was talking about, hey, you know, this, this is so idiotic. And he brings up California saying, hey, yeah, you go out and buy a Tesla, but you can't plug it in until after nine o'clock at night. Right, and, and again, he goes, now, now what are you going to do when 29 million people got to do one now, now you can't plug it into 2 o'clock in the morning. Right, it, 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 the math doesn't work. They want to get rid of the middle class. This is part of the goal. And, and controlling the money is the best way to do it. And that's why I think we've seen this run in fractional metals. When we get back, an item I don't know that I've ever run coming up next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason here, Patriot Radio News Hour, and you know we're we're talking about what is coming, and all all of this dog and pony show uh, before the election here. Uh, Bubba Horowitz is like, hey, listen, just so you know, nobody's buying. There's no volume here. There's no participation. Uh, this is this is kind of you know he doesn't say it. This is a setup, and he, he even been, I'm I'm long because I want to make money. But yeah, uh, get ready for what's getting ready to happen. And oh, by the way, this is what they want to happen. Because if they didn't want it to happen, we'd be drilling. We'd be we could be the largest exporter in the world of oil and natural gas. We just don't want to be. Uh, because let's face it, cheap energy, uh, really would allow for us to stay middle class. And that's not the goal. Listen, that is not the goal. They want a one world currency. Now, they, they may pretend, oh, well, the China's got theirs. We've got ours. Europe's got theirs. But, but really underneath it all, it, it's one. And, uh, very simply put, they're going to be like, hey, here's some credits. Don't worry, we're going to give you credits. We'll give you some credits. Here's 500 credits, but you can only buy food with these 500 credits. Matter of fact, hey, here's here's 1,000 credits. 
But that's just for, for your energy. Uh, here's some credits for this or, or that. They're going to tell you uh, what, what types of guns you can buy, if any guns at all. The ammo you can buy. Uh, the, the amount of oil. Listen, not only are they going to tell you what to buy, they're going to tell you how much you can buy. And that's it. And then if you can't afford uh, the, oh, well, you went over your limit tax, if you will, yeah, you're not getting it. And I think, Jason, this is why we're seeing everyone flood in uh, to the fractional gold and silver markets. As you know, we've been telling everything's so hard to get. We're down to about the last 50 of those 10th ounce from yesterday. So that this is probably the final day here, 240 bucks. That is... The last of it, and again, until some wholesaler out of nowhere pops up. Uh, but again, usually when it pops up, it's a day or two if you want to take advantage of a 10th ounce American Gold Eagle, $240. But today, Jason, I've got 5,000 Ike uncirculated silver these are 40% silver dollars, uh, 1971, 72, 73, 74. Uh, they're all San Francisco mint. Uh, these things are like brand spanking new. Uh, the wholesaler was telling me this. most of these would grade out like Mint State 63s. Uh, but, Jason, we're, we're just trying to find anything that's affordable uh, they're going to be rolls of 20. So I've got 250 rolls of these Ike dollars, uh, rolls of 20, and, and they're $285 a roll, uh, for 20 of the Ike silver dollars. And again, these are, these are 40% silver, Jason. I don't have my book in front of me, so it's been a while since I looked at these. How, how much silver is in one of these coins? So right now you've got about six and a half dollars of meltable silver in each of these coins. And again, we know about silver premiums and how outrageous, uh, they are. But the nice part is these things are unlike the, your, your, uh, silver half dollars as an example. You don't think about, uh, silver half dollars right now. I mean, you're talking about paying uh, almost $39 an ounce on silver half dollars. I mean, silver eagles, you're like at $40 an ounce. So price per ounce-wise, they're, they're in that range of uh, probably more like the quarters in the dimes here uh, at $285 a roll. Yeah, so I've seen these. These are pretty cool coins. Uh, we, there is a 40% silver half dollars that we've run, I think, once or twice since I've been here. Uh, same sort of thing, except for this is the dollar coin, so it's got uh, twice as much silver in it. And, uh, yeah, they, I don't think they uh, circulated these, Joe, these silver ones. So these are going to be something that was pulled out of sense. Yeah, all of these are uncirculated. They've never uh, made it out into the public. And, and uh, I, I, you know, just something neat, different. And, again, here's the thing. Uh, everybody, especially when, when we get to this, Everyone's going to know the value. They may not know it all today, but believe me, when it comes to bartering, because this is what's going to happen, everyone will be uh, understand the value of a forty percent silver coin. Yep, and it's a, it's a big dollar too. It's it's uh, I think it's the same uh, same size as the Morgan dollars. I think it's the same uh, diameter. Yeah, it's a it's a big coin. It's a big it, coin. It's, a big it's like coin. A, a, you know uh, that uh, it's you know the. 
just like any other silver dollar that you've seen, the only difference is these ones have silver in it. That's correct. So yeah, this this is a cool way to jump in on Joe, and and, and of course, very affordable if you're if you're one of those guys that uh, can't afford a roll of silver eagles. You're, you know your your budget's a little a little smaller. This this price point, Joe, to get a full roll of silver coins is is really good. And if you just want something different, if you've been buying a lot of silver out there and you want cheap silver and something a little different, this is. This is right up your alley, man, and you can buy I mean, a thousand. That's a lot of rolls, Joe. Well, we got yeah, two hundred and fifty rolls uh, available at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and 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 just start putting them away, and and we'll just see uh what happens here as we watch for tomorrow uh i i i anticipate my my personal if you put a gun to my head said joe which way is it going i i i kind of think they're gonna wuss out that's my opinion i don't know they shouldn't uh, which makes me believe that they will because they never listen to me. I, you know, obviously, uh, inflation isn't going anywhere, uh, but we'll wait and see. 800-951-0592. Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, uh, kind of a new item here for us. And it may be an item We'll do more of in the future, especially uh, with the the inability to get large quantities uh, of silver of any kind. And it doesn't matter if it's yep. silver eagles, uh, silver half dollars, quarters, dimes, uh, silver rounds. I mean, right, Jason? Uh, you never sold uh, war nickels. I've never heard of silver war nickels, Joe. I've never heard that, that may be next, right? 35% silver, Joe. They're about the same as these. Yeah, what is that, like 1937 or something like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Something like that on the war nickel, I, I don't know. We're not there yet, but these are the Ike Silver Dollars, uh, $285. You get 20 in a roll, and again, I think it's going to be about quantity here, uh, especially how many pieces, how many pieces of silver do I have? And, and like Jason said, Hey, I, I can't afford, you know, yeah, you got rolls of silver eagles now back to eight hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, so the, I, hey, I, I I can get I I can get you know, it's not the same amount of silver, but I can get forty silver coins for two eighty five. Yeah, Joe, these are really good if uh if you can get a bunch of them, man. It's it's really uh when it comes to these uh these items that are a little uh not not uh, as normal as like what you say quarters, halves and dimes. But if you can stock up a lot of these uh, it, it puts you in a stronger position when it comes to selling them too. So if you're somebody that just wants a little bit of something, some silver that's cheap, that's a good way to buy it. And also, it's really good if you want to stock up because uh, when you, especially in the, in the condition you're, that you're saying these are in, uh, it's really good to get you know like a half bag of these, which would be like five hundred dollars face value, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. If you wanted to pick up a half bag, that's five hundred of them. Uh, you'd be looking at $7,125, a, a full bag. Maybe you want to buy a thousand, like I said, I've got 5,000 of them. A full bag, uh, $14,250 right now at 800 
951-0592. You know, a full bag of half dollars. Jason, you're looking at over 27000 for a full bag of halves. That's right. That's right. That's why, you know, and uh, it's simply just the content of the silver and the coins. But uh, these these are cool, Joe. I, I'd have to admit, this this is a, this would be a good one to jump on if you, if you haven't bought any of these before, uh, especially since... I know what these look like. These these have been pulled. These were probably in sets or, or, or in a collector's thing because the uh, the normal uh, Eisenhower dollar was circulated. It was it was it was copper nickel. It was not silver. So the ones you should, if you ever see them at the bank and you oh I should grab those up. Well, if you had that has it's the copper sandwich. It's now, not those are copper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These yeah, are ones that were actually not. They, they never put these in circulation. They never they never spent these. This was just for collectors to have a silver dollar. They wanted to call them silver dollars, but they didn't want to make silver dollars. So they they lowered the silver content and put them for collectors and that's what we have joe yeah absolutely right and that's kind of what makes it unique this was always intended uh to be uh a collectible from the mint uh, they, they didn't put these in i know and a lot of you out there are like oh i've got these like silver dollars i've seen them before uh, the chances are, as Jason said, they're just the clad. They're just the 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 copper ones. Uh, these never uh, made it out into the general public. Uh, so the, these things, like I said, uh, when we were asking, "Hey, what do these look like? Are they new?" He's like, "Yeah, these are. You're talking like like mint state '63 type quality here." Uh, two hundred and eighty-five dollars a roll. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com